You are now listening to 97.4 Tune in to you We are on air Hey y'all, welcome back to 97.4 Beam Radio. It's me, Blaine, and we're having a chill week this week, okay? It has been a little bit of a rocky place for me the last few weeks, and I just need something chill. So let's just tune in to the chill, because we're headed into winter also, so let's get cozy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Chill Deal Show today. (laughs) I've been in a very sad place lately, just being honest. And um, this week, I thought we'd be real chill and just chat about what animals have taught me, okay? Specifically, the tiger. I am a little bit elevated. So if you're listening to this, I want you to know that today you are getting free spirit, You are getting animal talk. We are discussing my own viewpoint on animals. Okay, this is so stupid, but I think it's going to be so fun. What animals have taught me? I'm starting off with the tiger. I feel in my spirit that the tiger is my spirit animal. Now, whenever I usually tell people this, they disagree because they don't see me as a tiger. They see me as a golden retriever. And that's exactly what a tiger would have to fucking do. It would camouflage itself. What animals have taught me? It would camouflage itself. So you wouldn't really see where it's at. Right? You wouldn't know it's on the hunt. But when a tiger strikes, <laughs> when a tiger strikes, <laughs> but when a tiger strikes, boom, it's done. Like, you didn't even see it coming. And that's the whole point of the fucking tiger. That's why I love the tiger. Lord, I shouldn't have smoked this much. (laughs) What animals have taught me? Okay, so every segment of this show is a little bit different. So when I get really stoned, when I get really elevated, it's going to be talking about what animals taught me. Because I know it's so weird probably to understand, but I look to animals to teach me lessons because they're so natural. What animals have taught me? I give animals emotional traits, okay? And from those emotional traits, I take a lesson. And so every animal that I have in my repertoire and different animals have different feelings. Like I used to say... I felt like a part-time squirrel. I'd feel so anxious, always. Like, that's the vibe I get from squirrels. Squirrels need to slow down and calm down. They give me too much anxiety. Squirrels represent anxiety to me. Where, like, hawks and eagles represent, like, higher learning. You know, like, following from a higher source. Birds are so majestic. And I have so many signs with birds. I've got cardinals. And I've got blue jays. And I've got hummingbirds. And I've got red-headed woodpeckers. And owls. And possums. Which is not a bird, but just thinking of the recent animals that I've seen. That I'm like, oh, spirituality. <laughs> 
But tiger is me. Like, I feel like I am a tiger. I feel like I am what animals have taught me. I feel like I can bring on the animal spirit. I'm just saying like the spirit of the animal, like when I need to feel confident, I have to put on my tiger shirt. <laughs> and this is so weird. This is my own belief. Like it gives me confidence. It like makes me feel confident when I put on my emblem of the tiger. You know, I think tigers are so beautiful. I always have been my number one favorite animal. I always related to tigers. And then I worked for Zoo Atlanta, okay? And I learned more about tigers than I ever knew. And that was fucking beautiful. What animals have taught me? While working at Zoo Atlanta, I just realized that I'm on a podcast. I literally blacked out and was just talking. Y'all are getting really raw energy. Ooh. Ooh. You can hear my seat move. Ooh. Ooh. Y'all. So with tigers, you know, I felt like they're camouflage. Like, you know, camouflage is what I think of when I hear tigers. And I also think of like super raw energy, like a hunter. I don't get like friendly energy from a tiger, right? I get like execution. Like a tiger has to know exactly what it is getting, Okay, it is hunting. It said, this is my meal and I'ma get it. I get just like a very like hungry, like, ooh, just like knows exactly what it wants and is just not afraid to get it. That just is so bold to me. Tigers are so bold. So I've always felt like this fucking tiger in my heart. I always wanted to be bold. I wanted to speak up. (laughs) What am I talking about? Oh, man, we are really gonna have to edit this one because girls, <laughs> girls, your boy is just talking. Okay, are we comfortable enough? Can we go there? But anyway, back to the story about when I was working at Zoo Atlanta because I never finished that. Hold on. When I was working at Zoo Atlanta, I was sophisticated. I was together. I was quiet. I was in a very spiritual place. I wanted to get the job at the Zoo Atlanta because I wanted to spend time with animals because I felt like animals taught me lessons. I've always felt this way. Like deer that cross my path and they're a doe. It specifically has to cross in front of me. I go, God is with me. I don't know why, but I find deer so majestic and beautiful and sweet. And it really kills me that they kill them. And they just seem so nice. One time when I was a kid, I think, if I remember correctly, somebody could go fact check with my mother. That would be wonderful. But I think I had an uncle and... Uh, his wife, my aunt, took me to like some park where they had animals. And I was drinking a bottle or something. And like a deer came up and sneezed in my face. Like, blessed. Like literally. <laughs> I was blessed. I, that deer said, I choose you. And I was chosen. Anyway, that is a real life story. And I did go through that as a kid. I've always been very spiritual in my heart. I look to the animals, darlings, and they give me, you know, what I want in the life. And I used to be, when I was a kid, I used to tell people what animals they were. I remember I had a third grade teacher. I got in trouble because she looked like a frog. And I said, you're a frog. I could just see her sitting there on a log. But you think about being a frog. That's pretty fucking cool. Okay. And I told her she was a frog. Frogs are cool. They live like so cool. They camouflage themselves. And like, I'm thinking like rainforestian frogs or desert frogs. Like, oh, frogs are kind of cool creatures. They're ugly as all get out of sand, but that makes them really cute. And they're warty and they want you to stay away from them, but they don't. They are literally so bumpy and so cute. What animals have taught me? So yeah, tigers were that 
you know, tigers symbolized to me just strength, nobility, execution of vision. And then when I got to the zoo, I learned they fucking sleep 18 to 20 hours a day. 18 to 20 hours a day. So that means that like on a whole, in a, on the whole, on the whole, on a day, they sleep only but four hours of it. And within that four hours, they execute everything they need to get done. Do you understand? Cleaning themselves, eating, hunting, moving locations. In four hours, they know what they are doing. Because a tiger's number one drive is to fucking chill. And I cannot relate anymore to a tiger. Right? I was like, oh, that is so me. I want to get done what I got to do quickly because I do not like to work. And Tiger said me either. It makes me grumpy. Like, why do we got to do this shit? That's a tiger. Oh my God, you're teaching me a new lesson. You are teaching me execution of vision. Get done what you got to get done. And do it efficiently and quickly so you can get back to chilling. Because all you want to do is sleep in a stream. Oh, Tigers are so feminine energy to me, but like this masculine feminine energy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this rough and tumble, like elegance, you know, it's like, we will get messy, but we prefer to be beautiful as fuck. Tigers are beautiful. Like tigers are beautiful. Like lions don't have that beauty aspect to me that tigers have. They got more of like a like lions, when I think of lions, more along the lines of like hmm, a different kind of beauty. It's a different kind of beauty. It's not, it's it's a little bit like drier because they're from, you know, a drier climate. Um, it's a little bit lighter in color, more yellow, where like tiger is like dark and like a deep purple in my eye, like just seduces you kind of beauty. Where a lion, you just go, that is gorgeous. A lion, you go, oh yeah, objectively, that is a gorgeous animal. And you know, like, all the cats, all the cats exude such interesting energy. I find cats fascinating, darling. I always have. Cats are really, really interesting creatures to me. Because for the longest time, we thought, you know, we chose them. For the longest time, we domesticated cats. And we thought, um, objectively, the reason that we would do that is because they catch mice. And then we began to associate cat and mice, right, together. But back in them days, no, they did not, okay? They are finding more and more evidence that cats chose to be domesticated because they are lazy. Ugh. And I said, that's the same thing a tiger does. A tiger's main goal is to be lazy, they want to chill. They don't want to do shit. They just want to chill and be alive. And that's like, I relate so hard, okay? I relate so hard. So where I used to say I was a squirrel because I was very anxious all the time, now I say I'm a house cat. Like, I am chill. I am chill. Me and my cat, we are chill now. Oh, but when we have to hunt, we do. And we execute. What animals have taught me? I can't even talk. <laughs> I can't even talk. This is the show. Literally forgetting where I'm at because I've just zoned into talking to you. Like, because I was like, let's talk about animals. I love it. And then in postscript, I will obviously edit this out. So you get that right. What animals have taught me? You get that right. You get that right. <sighs>
you know, we're going to have so much fun when we talk about these animals. It, it could be like the next seven episodes could be what animals taught me. And I just keep getting high because I got the weed right now. <laughs> don't tell nobody that. Oh, no. Don't. Don't. It was a sweet j- gift. It was a sweet, sweet gift. 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 Did you hear it? Because, you know, we say G-I-F is gif or jif. And then G-I-F-T is gift. And I think that's why we say G-I-F is gif without the T. So gift and gif. But they say it differently. Who is that? Jif. And so what if I start saying gift, gift? I think that'd be funny. I don't know, but I do see myself as being like, I know how to blend in with the crowd, darlings. Even though I am loud as hell and everybody always be paying attention to me. They say, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. And that's why I don't only relate <laughs> to the tiger, you know? I relate to everything. My personal animals are, and I already started naming some of them, but hawk, butterfly, specific type. And it's the brown, red looking one. And tiger. <laughs> tiger. And then sea turtle. They just kind of float about, you know? I have like a specific story about sea turtle that I will be telling, okay? And then the last is crab. I really relate to the crab because it is, seems happy until you touch it. It seems happy. It seems happy until you fuck with it. Like, don't fuck with me. I don't want to have to be an ass. I don't want to be a crumb. Don't fuck with me. And I feel very much in my crab phase right now. I feel like the, the universe has got me down. And I said, "Look." <laughs> that was my impression of a mean Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. If you're wondering. <laughs> Because go back and listen to it, and you will know it sounds just like. <laughs> I don't know why, but that fucking tickled me. Ah, oh, because it really did. Hold on, let's replay. <laughs> I am sorry, y'all. That was funny to me, but that was a perfect impression of Mr. Krabs being angry about it and coming after you. (sighs) What animals have taught me? Okay, well, I'm gonna let you get off, okay? I don't think you need to keep listening to me be high, but I do hope you know. Know that the tiger is that vulnerable and rest for 18 to 20 hours a day when it is so fierce. I would never in my life thought that they slept that long. I just, I don't know why, because like cats do that. It is such cat behavior. Cats everywhere love to chill. You ever notice that? Their main drive is to be chill. And so like what we found when we learned that we didn't domesticate the fucking cats that they chose was that they just chose it because of the proximity to food. They were lazy. And I look at my cat and I say, good. Y'all learned a long time ago how to be lazy. <laughs> and I am so next life gonna be you. I want to be a cat so damn bad. Preferably, you know, a abundant tiger that always eats. I just, to me, they also seem like they could be a little hungry too. Because what if you ain't good at hunting, you know? Just think about that, the tiger that couldn't hunt. There's a story to tell, you know? Ugh, DreamWorks. DreamWorks, come to the... Oh, shit. I don't know. I lost it. But you know, if DreamWorks got contacted about that, take the story about Angelina Jolie's tiger and Kung Fu Panda and give it an origin story. 
What animals have taught me? Did they already do that? No, because that was one sexy tiger. And I hate to say that, but that Kung Fu Panda Angelina Jolie was one sexy tiger. And I hated that. It was so... Well, Angelina is so beautiful. And they made that tiger sexy as fuck. I said, this is inappropriate for a child. Ah! As a child, I felt that way. Kung Fu Panda, to me, is like really underrated. <laughs> Again, animals. Animals. I fucking love animals. And the panda taught me something, too. Uh, we're going to get into that one. Panda. Is Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. You know, they all did. They all taught me something. What animals have taught me? And working at the zoo was really cool because the elephant, I learned a lot about the elephant because that was one of the spirits I wanted to be near. And the lion, but I learned more from Mr. Tiger because I wanted a tiger. But there was lions there, too, because I love ti lions as well. But tiger's my favorite. The orangutans taught me lessons. The Zabumafoos, <laughs> lemurs. The Zabumafoos were fucking hilarious. Think like King Julian. And it's like, that's the vibe. And the thing about lemurs is, is they didn't want you to notice them, but they were noticing you. Okay, and they wanted you to know that they were noticing you, not noticing them, noticing them, not noticing you. Do you know what I mean? They acted like they weren't nosy. They loved the tea. They loved it. They were such sit-around gossipers, you know, and you just loved it. They loved talking shit. <laughs> they did. Lemurs were hilarious. But baboons too serious they don't know how to chill okay i'm just saying i learned all of this from the animals i watched them i would go and watch them and just observe how they interacted and after a while i feel like they got used to my presence the gorillas the gorillas were hilarious they did not give a fuck about people they did not give a fuck about people everybody wanted the gorillas to do something cute they literally chilling they said we will not succumb to the pressure to perform for you so instead, they Mariah carried that shit. I don't know you. Would literally sit with their backs to the people. Oh, intentionally, because when there was nobody around, they were so active. Oh, and I would hide, okay? I found a spot where they didn't really, not many people watched them. And I could, because I was a zoo guest, okay? I was a zoo in place, so I could go and I could watch them from a secret location that they didn't know I was watching them, okay? So I could see them. I'd try to sneak up on the gorillas. Okay, because as soon as they noticed they were being watching, shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down. The people are watching. And that's just the vibe. The Don, the Don, the Tarzan gorillas, a great example. Okay, a great example of what they felt like. And maybe this is just my own imagining of how I was catered to animals. But, you know, some animals don't give off the vibe that they give off in these little cartoons. You know, some animals is wrong. But most of the time, they get the vibe of the animal right, like a squirrel. What animals have taught me? So thirsty. Orangutans. Now, orangutans, mean as hell. I want y'all to know, orangutans, uh, mean as hell. But in a funny, 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 funny way. And they don't mind being stupid for you. Because they think it's so... They're like, <laughs> I don't know how to describe them. They are very smart creatures, but they have this, like, dumbness about them. And it's like... But they know what they're doing. 
But you think about a gorilla, not a gorilla, a fucking orangutan's arms as they walk. <laughs> you know, where's where's the accurate representation of gorillas? I mean, uh, where's the accurate representation of orangutans in the world? And let me tell you, 100%, it was Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti is the perfect... <laughs> orangutan i swear to god when he was in that movie that i loved oh it was so cool to me planet of the apes with mark Wahlberg. it was so funny it was so cheesy everything about it was so perfect Helena bottom carter uh, her is that little ape hilarious and i loved it the commitment to the character okay as a kid i said snatched me up to heaven <sighs> Helena Bottom Carter. She did feel make me feel that way. Okay. Excuse me. One second. Yeah. So Paul Giamatti is the best orangutan. Now, how do we get on this? We were supposed to be talking about tigers because you know, honestly, the best tigers. It's every single one of them. You think about <laughs> like the tiger is always so smart, so cunning. Name a dumb tiger. You never met it. You never met a dumb tiger. That's all I'm saying. You never met a dumb tiger. Okay? And if you did, <laughs> it's usually in the disguise of a hyena. Okay? Because a hyena's got a very similar vibe to tiger. Except they're just a little bit more obnoxious. <laughs> they're just a little bit more obnoxious. Hyenas are obnoxious. Wrap it up. What animals have taught me? Anyway. I hope y'all have a wonderful day. I hope you have enjoyed yourself listening to me be high and talk about things that animals taught me. Specifically tigers. Okay, but then all around, told you everything. This time next week, we will talk about, um, who knows? Who knows? We might introduce some new segment. So, yeah, I'm glad we could talk like this. And sorry to end it here. If you'd like to keep in touch and stay updated on all things Beam, make sure you subscribe. And if you feel so inclined, let's connect over on Instagram at It's Blaine Beam. Remember, this is not just a podcast. It's a journey to discover our authentic selves and embrace the brilliance within. What animals have taught me? Let's see what this sounds like.